Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 256. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off Road to the Super Bowl, Andy. There you go. You got it this time, right? Blew it last week, and I, I nailed it there. Did you see that? Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with all of your friends, and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. All right, Andy. We don't have a whole lot of stuff to get to today, but we do have some good stuff to get to. Uh, you want to start with the NBA? Yeah, let's, of course, uh, you know, start with uh, the Lakers, as always. They're the most interesting uh, nine, ninth place team in NBA history. Uh, not not a good stretch for them right now. LeBron's like Davis came back, but now LeBron's hurt, so it's like they can only they can only be one at a time. I think yeah. is how, how it's working. So ridiculous. Uh, LeBron is 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 old now. He's an old guy, and he's going to have little things like that happen all the time. So, uh, you know, trade deadlines in a couple weeks. Are they going to make like a panic move here? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No one's no one's going to want Westbrook. It, like the, the rumors are, if they, in order to trade Westbrook, they have to trade things with him, and they're not gonna. They'd have to get someone who's expensive, who sucks too. So, I don't. I don't know what their move is. I don't. I don't know what it is. They, they hope that like uh, they have like a magical run where everyone gets healthy. But like right now, it's like I think they'll at least make the play-in thing because there's a pretty wide gap right now. Uh, but I mean, they're 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 going to be in the play-in rounds, I think, at least. So uh, right now, they're they're five games behind the six seed. So oh boy, yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know when I'll want to watch the NBA. Maybe well, playoffs. You can, you can wait until the play-in games. <laughs> it might be your one chance to see either LA team because yeah, the Clippers are in, are in a similar situation. Uh, expectations are different with the Clippers with with who's healthy. Uh, they're one game below 500 and that's like kind of exciting and you know it's not too bad 26 and 27 isn't too bad considering I think I saw the record is like 14 and 16 uh, without Paul George so it's like yeah that's that's pretty good hmm. um, and you know they're probably better than the teams behind them trying to chase them I, I think maybe maybe New Orleans could catch up uh, but. my hope though is just that next year Kawhi is back. George's elbow is good. Let's get a whole new list of people that are injured. And like, yeah, the people that are injured this year can come back. And then next year we'll have like, maybe Devin Booker gets injured, you know? Yeah. But uh, also we have to give a, a hats off to the Clippers from last Tuesday when they played. When we were recording, we talked trash on them because they were down like 30 to like, 70 in the second quarter against was that the hawks the wizards the wizards and then uh you want to take it from here luke Kennard kind of just went off and the did you end up yeah. watching like on youtube or anything i pulled it up oh yeah i did i did see what happened but yeah when we uh when we finished i checked back on the score and they were down eight with 30 seconds left and i'm like well that's you know that's respectable they came they came back they fought to to make it closer but you know Eight with thirty seconds left. That's that's game, right? That's game. Yeah, you're not coming back from that unless you're Tracy um, McGrady. And then when I check back ten minutes later, and I see they won by one point, it's like I texted you, and you're like, "That's not real." Uh, it's like what? What? How is that even? How could that happen? So you had to just look up the the play by play, and it's like, 
It's every, you know, you little have to kids, make every shot. little like fantasy when they're out there practicing by themselves. Three, two, yeah. one, foul and one. Ah! They probably never practice that free throw, but they do practice the, you know, runner, jumper, no time on yeah. the clock three. <clears throat> yeah. So it was a miracle just to get within three and then to hit the game tying three, but also get fouled while doing it. It's like, it's. They teach, uh, you know, don't foul, but uh, the NBA did review the play later uh, and said that, that that foul should have prevented the shot. Um, but I say fuck off, you know. Meaning it would be a, a It would be a two-shot. It would just be a foul on the, on the floor, two shots. Because, uh, you know, teams do that all the time now. When they're, when they're up by three, Not you teams. try to grab the guy. James Harden. Yeah. The villain of the NBA. But, but so, uh, you know, it... Maybe it shouldn't have uh, counted, but it did, and they they took that lead there and won the game. And remarkable, yeah one of the, one of the biggest uh, comebacks ever. I think second uh, largest in NBA history, and then uh, also the Clippers were the first team to come back from twenty five down uh, three times in one month or so. Uh, pretty impressive. And then then last night they lose to the Pacers, who suck. So uh, that is the NBA, as you, you never know. I mean, they they got to get tired, Andy. They can't just yeah. keep performing night after you, night. You see games where like it's like, wait, did Detroit Detroit just beat someone really good yesterday? Yeah, Detroit beat Cleveland yesterday. It's like, what? how does that happen? Cleveland's good. I thought Detroit's terrible, but it's just that's it happens. Um, I don't know. Maybe they held knives to them or something. Yeah, you're coming in our arena. This is Detroit. Um. But yeah, the other thing I want to talk about with the NBA was the uh, the All Star the All Star game. It's happening soon. Uh, I should check when that is exactly happening. But they uh, they announced the starters. So LeBron's not really a starter, is he? He is, and there's not really Ugh. a lot of good options. So I just don't care anymore. Like I think this is for kids, and that's why like Sprite is a commercial. Like I don't know. I don't care about all these guys just going out there and it's, you know, the good old boys club and hey, watch me wing it from the free throw line. Oh man. Okay. I'm going to do it from out of bounds. It's it's like a Harlem Globetrotters game out there. Well, you don't, you don't have to watch it, but I won't, I'm going to talk about it still. So yeah, February 20th, it's uh, team Durant versus team LeBron. They're doing that bullshit again. Uh, I just don't get it. How can Um, LeBron be the, the guy? Well, I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh, so let's go over the starters in the East. So it makes a lot of sense. Durant, Giannis, Embiid; those are the front court starters. Makes perfect sense. Guards are Trey, uh, Trey Young, and Demar Derozan. All right, no problem there. Uh, the Western Conference. So they do three front court, two guards. Uh, the front court is Jokic, most deserving player probably. LeBron number two, and then the third front court player is Andrew Wiggins. Uh, so the Golden State fans, you know, they vote a lot. I don't know. They uh, they own the voting process somehow. Why? Silicon Valley. It's, uh, so Andrew Wiggins is an all-star starter this year. But why? Uh, th- he got voted. Did it, Curry it, not want to play or something? So uh, then the guards are Curry and John Morant. So this, oh, is, okay. this is front court. I'm saying the, the West doesn't have a lot of options. So uh, I believe in fourth place was Draymond Green. So maybe <laughs> maybe more deserving than Wiggins. I don't know. But, I just know, still don't, I don't understand how he can be like a, even a starter and he, let alone get into the all-star game. He plays defense and he passes. He's, he's a he good NBA player. He kicks people in the nuts. He, 
He's an ugly NBA player, but a good one. Uh, I don't I think care about the, his appearance, Andy. The real the real snub here is uh, Rudy Gobert, who ah, he's French. He threw that everyone hates tantrum. him. Yeah, that, the thing is, everyone hates him, so uh, he didn't get in here. Uh, they the starters are determined. I think fifty percent by fan voting, and then like twenty five percent media, twenty five percent player vote. So Where's my boy like, Cantor Freedom at, Andy? <laughs> he got like one vote. I saw from someone uh, because he did change his name in the middle of the season. So probably threw off the, uh, the ballot thing. A so he bit. had like two yeah. different names on there. Like, Yeah, maybe. Um, but uh, what was I saying about uh, the, oh, the, with the voting? You remember uh, Zaza almost made the all-star team like five years ago? Yeah. Cause it was, you know, let's have the whole starting five of the warriors be. So the, the they guys. changed it. They changed it. So fans can't completely manipulate it. Uh, and I saw in the media voting, said Gobert got like 64 out of the 68 votes in the media voting, yet the media is 25%, not all of it. So Wiggins still uh, got that spot. So hmm. uh, and a, lot, a lot of injuries, obviously, in in the West. So uh, yeah, Paul George. Davis, was, yeah. yeah, Leonard. So they have talented players, just uh, they didn't uh, play the whole season. So um, we're left with Andrew Wiggins as the fifth all-star. Is Clay um, Thompson notable. still on the Warriors, or is he in G League? What's going on with him? <laughs> he's playing. He just—I mean—he doesn't have enough games to be an All Star. And I know, but I'm just curious. Putting, he's not putting up numbers yet. Um, okay. Uh, Luca didn't make it. Wow. Um, not not that much of a surprise because he missed some time and oh. he hasn't having as good of a season. I think he'll still be on the roster, but like it's one of my favorite players to watch out there. At at the beginning of the season, you think like it's of course Luca is going to be one of the the guards there. Um, so I, I think Chris Paul deserves over John Morant just because I think Chris Paul's team is the best team and he's the leader. But, uh, you know, Jaw's the next hot thing right now. So, yeah, he got there. So, um, I mean, Jaw, yeah, did you like that? Uh, they also put out the rosters for the the like rookie rising game or whatever shit they always do. And they, they did even a rookie. Uh, LaMelo Ball. No, he, he's he's on the sophomore team, but. This year they're doing um, rookies, sophomores, and G leaguers. So, and it's oh, gonna be boy. a it's gonna be a tournament, a four team tournament of like half court basketball or some shit like that. I, I don't know. Sounds Is DJ crazy. Khaled in that game somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Just combining it with the celebrity game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know what it's gonna be, but. Uh, there'll be a lot of guys. Uh, Al Alperin Sengun is playing, so you know, big deal. Who's that? Uh, he plays for the Rockets. Uh, He's like a seven foot nine, just Eastern European guy or something. Interesting. Yeah. He's really seven foot nine. So he's, he's Turkish. Um, so Enos Freedom, probably. It's probably yeah, rival rivalries now. right there. Yeah. I bet he's welcome in Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. He, uh, as a child, he moved from Girison to Bondurma. So. It's like going from Georgia to Boston, I guess. That's what they say. The he played for the Bon Bonderma Kirmizi before moving over to the uh, Is that Tex a circus, Sandy? Texut Bonderma. Yep. Interesting. Right. I should learn all about international basketball. It's crazy shit, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, that's what I have about the uh, the All Star game here. So yeah, maybe as it approaches, I'll start to care, but I just don't think I will. 
I don't yeah, think LeBron should be. I mean, what is he going to be leaving the NBA in like another six years? And he's fourteen visits to the All Stars, fourteen times. He's the, like the you know. I think he's already at to fourteen. <laughs> okay, twenty-two times to the All Star game. Twenty-two times he's the MVP or something like. Ugh, ridiculous. Let me see how many All Star games. He's on 18, a team I like, and I don't like him. Eighteen-time NBA All Star. Every single year, he has been an All Star except for his first year. There you go, and deserved, I would say. Well, yeah, he's the only guy so. out there who has. You know, when you're playing in the front yard against your dad with your friends, it's like, well, that's not fair. He's bigger than everybody. Well, that's LeBron James. Even when it comes to Ennis Cantor, he's bigger than him. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I don't yeah. get how he's like alive. Like, that's what we need to have, you know, uh, Williamson trying to achieve. Get to that, to LeBron's like size. Don't be a way over him and wait. Yeah, I know he he's he's past his size. <laughs> he's exceeded. Well, um, yeah, we that was when he was coming into the league. He was twenty pounds heavier than LeBron or something like that. Now who knows what he is? A lot. I'm not asking him to get to you know LeBron or LeBron, Kevin Durant or Tayshawn Prince level. I'm just asking him for his own safety. Safety. He's gonna blow out his knees. Okay, you're so angry about it. I'm not angry. I worry. I I would like to see him not explode. He has a wonderful career ahead of him. Maybe a Laker or a Clipper. Would you like that at some point, Andy? I don't know if he'll ever play. So, Well, right now, but I'm saying if he could make some changes. I only want healthy players. I've had too much time with non-healthy players. Yeah. All right. Are we talking NFL now? Yeah. So the NFL's done, right? Like they're calling it now. This this is the last year. Uh, they might. They might. Brady's retiring. <laughs> the NFL has is, has its problems, and now they have uh, no Brady to, you know, smooth over some of those problems. But you know, the NFL has a lot of bright young stars, so I, I'm not worried about that. I, and Tom Brady's never been the NFL to me. I've never been a big fan, but yeah, he is officially retired after some. A little bit of controversy of his retirement being leaked before Sunday's games, and that he'd be like, "No, no, no, I haven't made my decision yet." But like, it's pretty obvious that like he did. He just didn't want to say it yet. Uh, but now he has come out and made it official. Uh, he is he's he's done. He's not playing another year. So, what do you think he's gonna do with the rest of his life? Like, is he gonna buy like a movie studio? Or he can do whatever like, he wants. Yeah, boating. He's just gonna boat. He's gonna sail to Madagascar. Who knows? Drink more beers. I don't know. Like he's Build gonna a stay skate park. Yeah, it's Tony Hawk. I, I don't know. Like he, he he can do whatever he wants. Like he doesn't. I just would. I'm curious to see what he ends up doing. He probably already has a clone. What is he? Forty so five. Yeah, he doesn't need to like you know, spend more time with his family. He just has his clone do it. Cause I'm sure they already looked into that. It's like um, so the Santa Claus two. Is that what happened in the Santa Claus two? He makes a toy version of him to be at the North pole. Cause he has to go get married. And it just so he has to go find a wife. Yeah. And so he's like, how can I be in two places at once? Well, we'll make a toy version of you. And it works perfectly. I'm sure. Yeah. No backfiring at yeah. all. Yeah. So maybe that's what he, he does. Yeah. You might be right. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's that's the truth. 
I mean, why else go to South Florida? There's no laws. So yeah. you're able to get away with that kind of stuff down there. Yeah. But yeah, he's gone. Uh, I don't wish him well or anything. I don't really care. I don't care to think about him. Uh, we'll see you at the Hall of Fame speech. Um, You'll be the one in the front row <laughs> cursing him out. Call yeah, him Canadian and shit like that. Uh, it does, does leave some holes here for quarterbacks. We're going to have another crazy offseason of quarterbacks moving around. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo of the 49ers basically made it clear that uh, he's not welcome back there. Um, and now Tampa has a hole there, so maybe he, he finds his way. Maybe he follows Tom Brady and he goes to Tampa. I don't know, but that's we'll talk more about that over the offseason. But, yeah, that's a, that's a team that still has a ton of talent that now needs a quarterback. I don't know what's going to happen down there, but. Uh, let's talk about what happened on Sunday. Uh, we had a couple games. First up, the Chiefs and Bengals. This game was insane. So it looked like it was either of be, these. It looked like it was going to be over at halftime. The Chiefs were up twenty-one-three, uh, and then it was twenty-one-ten. But the Chiefs had the ball, looking to score right before the end of the half, and then they would get the ball to start the half. And it's like they score here and then score in the first, you know, the first possession of the third quarter. The game's over. And they haven't been able to have been stopped at all. Uh, and, the, and the Chiefs killed themselves. They uh, ran a play with five seconds left and uh, stayed in bounds and got tackled and weren't able to get a field goal right before the end of the half. And then uh, they never scored a touchdown again the rest of the game. They just completely fell apart. It's unexplainable. I don't know how. So Patrick Mahomes, is, he's the best there is right now, yet he can just completely fall apart over stretches of the game like it's it's a complete mystery uh kansas city fans have got to be still thinking about it today how it happened but yeah they just didn't they didn't score and the Bengals were able to come all the way back and uh it was 24 they came back to lead 24 21 and the chiefs did tie it and send it to overtime uh but then mahomes threw an interception in overtime and the Bengals kicked the game-winning field goal and that's that and now we've got the Bengals in the super bowl uh, one of the worst Super Bowl teams ever. Uh, I know that's like unpopular to say. It's like, hey, you got to win the games. Uh, and whoever does, they're the best team. That's just how it works. But football's weird sometimes. You get weird breaks. Uh, teams don't play their best. Uh, the Bengals, to me, are pretty mediocre. Uh, I've seen multiple games this year uh, where they just did not look good. They lost to the Bears. They lost to the Jets. Uh, the Chargers beat them by multiple touchdowns. Uh, both the 49ers and the Chiefs, or no, not the some, say 49ers and the Rams have already beaten the Bengals, I think. Um, it's like they, they didn't really. The Bengals had a weird season where they didn't lose to any AFC playoff teams, but they lost to multiple teams that didn't make the playoffs. Uh, just kind of a weird up and down team. They have a good quarterback, they have good receivers. Very mediocre defense, but whatever they did, they they got in Mahomes' head this weekend. But uh, I think there there are a lot of numbers that back me up saying that the the Bengals are kind of one of the weaker teams we've ever seen in the Super Bowl. Uh, The the Arizona Cardinals of 2008 are another example. They just got really hot at the end of the season uh, in the playoffs there. Uh, Eli Manning's two Giants runs were also like this. They were wild card teams that, uh, you know, won their playoff games close. Um, but I don't know. It just it's it could happen in the NFL sometimes. That hasn't happened in a while. As of late, we've had like the top teams usually make the Super Bowl, but 
Uh, this year, that isn't true. It's 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 already it's the lowest seeded Super Bowl ever. So that means like so the Cincinnati was a four seed, and also the Rams ended up being a four seed. So uh, usually, it's a matchup between top two seeds in the Super Bowl, and the fact that none of the top three seeds made it. Uh, but I think the Rams are a different level from the Bengals. So yeah, that was game two. The Rams won. I guess that's a spoiler here. Haven't talked about it yet, but that's uh, that's that's the matchup here. I think the Rams being the four seed in the NFC is just different than the Bengals being the four seed in the AFC. I think the Rams were uh, way ahead of them. The Rams won 12 games uh, versus the Bengals 10. I don't know. It's like I don't want to ruin the moment for the Cincinnati fans. They're long-suffering fans. They've never won a Super Bowl. They've lost two in the 80s and haven't been back since. So, uh, But I'm, I guess I'm jealous as well. Like I, I'd take it. They're, they're definitely not one of the best teams but here they are competing for a championship that they very well might win. So, yeah, anything I'm could jealous. happen, I suppose. I'm jealous. Uh, yeah, and get, so in game two, I already said the Rams won, uh, but it wasn't easy. They they lost the first, or they lost both matchups to the 49ers this year. I uh, lost six straight matchups to the 49ers total, uh, and the Niners led most of the game here. It was 17-7 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Rams not really doing much on offense kind of blowing their opportunities when they had it. Um, but they, they put it all together and they, they scored on their last three drives and the 49ers didn't score at all. And uh, I wasn't surprised. I, I, I picked the Rams here. I think the Rams are just a better team overall. They have definitely have the better quarterback and I think just better offense in general. And uh, while the Niners have a really good defense, the Rams have the best defensive player in Aaron Donald. And, uh, there's no team that could really stop him. Uh, it's hard to, game plan around him, especially with the 49ers trying to run the ball. He just completely wrecks that middle of the line there and forces you to go wide, and then you know they're going wide, and uh, you could stop it. So, yeah, the 49ers' great run game really didn't show up. Um, They were better actually throwing the ball, it seemed like, when they put up points. But uh, So the Rams, I think, are very deserving. They were the four seed, but I think they were just as good as anyone else in the NFC coming into the the season here, they were a hot pick to win the Super Bowl. So uh, this is not like they came out of nowhere. They, this was what they were trying to do. They This is why they got Stafford, why they traded two first-round picks. They wanted an upgrade at quarterback because they knew the rest of the team was really talented. So uh, they made that upgrade, and uh, here they are back in the Super Bowl. So they were, they were here uh, three years ago, played the Patriots and lost in an ugly game, but uh, now they're better equipped to win. I think they're playing... <laughs> A really favorable matchup here. Like they just went off on how Cincinnati is kind of mediocre, so I think this is a a great opportunity for them to win. So I did check the line before; it's four and a, Rams by four and a half. So that's pretty significant. Usually, you see in the Super Bowl the line is under three because it's two uh, evenly matched teams. So to see four and a half on a neutral field, although the Rams are playing. In their home field, they aren't technically a home team, but the game is here at home in LA. Aren't so. they doing something? They're trying to. The Rams are at least about, you know, limiting the number of tickets people can buy that don't live in the zip code. That was that was last week. So oh. last week was a real home game, and they were trying to prevent God. Niners fans. But uh, the Super Bowl is just yeah, it's really the NFL's that. game. Yeah. It's not a it's not a home game for anyone. It is. 
the NFL's game. They've already they sell the tickets. They already know who's going. It's it's all going to you know rich people and stuff. I passed on even trying to get these tickets. The Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, I said no thanks. Yeah, yeah. Verizon does their thing with Super tickets. It's like no, I don't want to do that. Like you're going to be like six miles in the sky, and you're going to be next to some like drunk idiot guy. Like I don't know. I've been to a football game. It was. I'd rather have gone to like a kid's softball game than go to another football game after that experience. Okay. I went with my dad. I was a kid. It was terrible. Yeah. The only thing that was cool is they sold full-size Papa John's pizzas. They were probably like $90, but you know, I was 13 years old or something. I was like, that's amazing. Hated okay. every second of it. What game was it? It was a Chargers game in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. not the best stadium to go to. Yeah, my dad got into like an elbow match with some like just chubby man. I don't know. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, they uh they they moved, if you didn't know. They had a pretty bad I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, so that's the Super Bowl coming this not this upcoming weekend. We got a, we got a week off here, but Rams Bengals. It's not anything anyone predicted coming into this season. Uh and there's some other Things that have annoyed me about this matchup. I uh, don't want to talk about it a bit. Uh, so the, the Bengals quarterback, Joe Burrow, was the number one overall pick two years ago. Uh, same quarterback class as the Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert. Uh, I, of course, think Herbert is better. He has had better numbers overall. Uh, he actually played a full season last year. Uh, and he's just a better player. He could he'd do more things. He's got a better arm. He's more athletic. Uh, but, of course, Herbert didn't even make the playoffs. And Joe Burrow in his second year... Uh, found a way to get to the Super Bowl. And uh, sometimes history repeats itself. I'm a little worried. Uh, like 20 years ago, the Chargers drafted a, a quarterback who was really good. Uh, but in that same draft class, an AFC North team drafted a quarterback as well in the first round who led his team to the Super Bowl in his second year. That was uh, Ben Roethlisberger with the Steelers. And, you know, same draft class as Phillip Rivers. And uh, they played almost identical careers they played Roethlisberger played one one more season uh they finished with uh, career numbers pretty similar and yeah Roethlisberger made the Super Bowl three times and Rivers zero times so uh that got me a little spooked I don't I don't like that I don't want I don't want to live that again uh, I hope that's not the future here uh and then on the other side with Matt Stafford who only made, made the playoffs three seasons three times with the Lions uh, now in his first year with the Rams, with an actual good team, he gets to the Super Bowl. And uh, so there's a lot of shit talked on, on Detroit. And it's like Detroit failed him. Uh, when it's like, no, I think he just, you really have to look at the situation he found himself in. Like, what a great team to go to with the Rams. And, uh, loaded on with great defensive players, along with really good uh, offensive players and great coaching staff and all the stuff that like he was set up to succeed. So maybe Detroit failed him a bit, but I don't think they were completely inept. Uh, and I don't think he's as good as his numbers here this this one year in L.A. He just had uh, just a really great situation to be in. So uh, I, I'm not ready to say he's a Hall of Famer now because uh, he got to the Super Bowl with the Rams. And some people are trying to make the case that ah, really, he really was, a you know, all, all this time he was an elite quarterback. We just didn't know about it. It's like, I, I don't buy that. He's really good. Uh, seems like a nice guy and everything, but I'm not ready to put him there as a as an elite player. Yeah, get him. Uh, we just saw a couple years ago Jared Goff make the Super Bowl 
with this team. So it happens sometimes. You just because you make the Super Bowl doesn't make you Tom Brady. I think we have to learn that lesson. Yeah. Well, I've got one more thing in the NFL to talk about. Story right. that happened today, kind of crazy. Uh, so a lot of coaches right now are being fired and hired and everything. So uh, the firings already happened, but now there's all these teams with uh, open spots uh, looking to hire new coaches. And, they, and a lot of it's been done already. Um, but there's a, a big big thing that happened today. Uh, but first, I'll give some context. In the NFL, there's something called the, the, Rooney, the Rooney Rule. Uh, and that is that teams must interview one minority candidate for their head coaching position uh, every time they're hiring a new coach. So say you fire your coach and you're like, oh, we got to hire a new person. Uh, you got to interview at least one minority candidate. Even if you n- have the one person you're targeting, you're like, this is the person I want to hire. Uh, you still need to go and interview someone else uh, to meet this rule. And it's uh, the rule itself has some, uh, some supporters, some detractors. Uh, you could see where this is gets abused, that it's a requirement. Uh, so sometimes you just have people get interviewed who never even have a chance at the job. So, because um, let's say you you know, well, we want this guy. And you set up an interview, and the interview's great. You're like, yeah, we definitely want to hire this guy. This is what, he was our number one target. Uh, we're going to go ahead and offer him the job, but you can't. You have See, to meet this rule. Go and get the guy flipping burgers in the concession stand. You, like, hey, come in find, here for a second. Yeah, you got to find someone to interview. Uh, and so often what happens is there's people who just kind of become like the token interview. Uh, and that's got to be crushing because you never know uh, when you're being asked to, to interview for this job. Do they really want you or do they just want you to meet this requirement? So uh there's been different people at different times and who've kind of filled this position like Ron Rivera, who uh, coached um, he's the coach of Washington right now is also coached the Panthers. He was in this position a lot uh, like 10 years ago where he kept getting these interviews, but no one would hire him as head coach. And it's like, yeah, so they're, they're hiring the one Mexican guy or they're interviewing the one Mexican guy to meet the requirement. All right. Um, the chief's offensive coordinator, Eric uh, Bienemy, uh, he's been getting a lot of interviews the last few years uh, with no job offers. So His last name another. is B-Enemy? B-Enemy, yes. That's weird. Yeah. Be the enemy? It's, I guess. Maybe that's why he doesn't get hired. Uh, I don't know. Um, but the big story today uh, involves Brian Flores, who's actually someone who was an NFL head coach. He was the coach of the Dolphins the last three seasons, was surprisingly fired this year, uh, at least in, in my opinion. He had done better than expected, I would say. And it seemed like he was a good young coach that players liked. Uh, but the Dolphins fired him. Um, so he is he's black. He was a former defensive coach under Belichick. So he has like this, he has a good peg- pedigree and everything. But he has uh, sued the NFL for, I guess, a pattern of his discrimination uh, and has come out with multiple like of his stories, uh, including in 2019, he said the Broncos interviewed him for the head coaching position and the GM showed up drunk <laughs> or hung over he claims. Uh, and they showed up an hour late and it was like clear to them that they'd already made the decision on who they're hiring. And they just called him in to, you know, meet the, the Rooney rule here. Uh, but uh, the, the big incident here that is making him 
Sue is that uh, he was interviewing for the New York Giants coaching position that was open this offseason, uh, which ended up going to the Bills offensive coordinator, coordinator Brian Dable. Uh, well, according to, to Flores, he was <clears throat> he had heard that through Bill Belichick on accident that Dable had been hired. The decision had been made to hire Dable before Flores had had his interview with the Giants. So, uh, like I said, this 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 was basically confirmed to him that he was only being uh, interviewed to meet this rule, uh, and therefore the, the Giants weren't actually following the rule correctly by uh, making that decision already. If they had already let people know, if people knew, including Bill Belichick, who doesn't work for the Giants, uh, already knew that this was happening, then uh, they and didn't. And so this uh, guy is suing them for wasting his time, or? Uh, for just racial discrimination in, with all these different cases, he's saying. Uh, also, he's saying during his time with the Dolphins that the owner tried to make him lose games on purpose his first year because they weren't going to make the playoffs and they wanted a better draft position, uh, which would be illegal. You can't lose games on purpose. Uh, there's also a story about he uh, tried to get him to tamper with a team's quarterback so that means you can't if you're a head coach somewhere you can't go talk to another team's player and try to recruit them to your team when they're with that team that's tampering and uh, magic johnson got in trouble for that if you remember mm-hmm. um so there's just a lot of different claims but uh this could be a big story in the nfl that the rooney rule has been kind of criticized over the years whether it really actually works it might have the right intentions uh, but that's a big subject even before this uh, this lawsuit is like are minority candidates actually getting hired or are they just getting more interviews where it doesn't go anywhere. So yeah, just so the listeners know, this Rooney rule stems uh, stems from Edward Rooney from Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off. Yes, because he didn't know who was winning the yeah, kind of bizarre, but I don't know. No, it's actually the uh, the Steelers owner, I believe. Um, Art Rooney, who uh, led to the name, uh, the actress uh, Rooney Mara is named after him. So, if you didn't know, so it's her fault. After this owner, it's it's like her grandfather. Oh, so that the the story is she's she's the granddaughter of two different NFL owners. There's the Rooney family owned the Steelers, and the Mara family owned the Giants because they became friends by owning football teams. Name is Rooney Mara. Yeah. Hmm. That seems weird. How did two yeah. families they married? Well, they, must, each other? they went. To, yeah, they went to the owners' meetings, and they're like, "We're both rich. Let's have some kids, and then they can act in movies." Oh, okay. Yeah. Married Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Pretty neat. Yep. What a story. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about that in the entertainment episode. Yeah, but there'll be there'll be more on this story. I'm sure. I don't know where it's going to go, but. It just sounded like he's ready to blow up everything. Uh, comparisons to uh, Kaepernick here, which is like, so Kaepernick kind of killed his career by being outspoken. And it doesn't seem like this guy, he's, he wasn't going to get a job this offseason and just kind of was like, well, fuck everyone then. I'm going, I'm going out. I'm going to talk all the shit. I'm going to tell all the stories. So seems weird. I mean, yeah. if that's the rule, they're playing by the rules. A guy shows up hungover. How do you know, first off? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know where this is gonna go, but that's just America for you. Everyone wants to sue everyone. Yeah, I mean the NFL is an easy target. They're not that popular. Like, I mean the NFL, the sport is popular, but the the organization itself has always has problems. So, 
Yeah. Also, uh, you're going to get sued if you don't correct what you you called it an owner's meeting. Uh, it's a management meeting. The governors? Yeah. The NBA want to be the governors, go. yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any else, uh, anything else to add? No, we, we, we did it. All righty. Well, you've been listening to episode 256 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Roads Andy. Yeah. We'll see you later.